At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And what is going on, fine citizens? Happy Manic Monday here on the Detroit City Cast, brought to you by Bet Rivers. So much to get to. What a crazy weekend. The Derby. Rich strike. Maybe not the longest shot to win. He had a a longer shot uh, back in the early 1900s. But hell, the biggest upset in definitely the modern era. I mean, mind that bird was crazy too, but what a brilliant run by Rich Strike. I was at a fancy pants derby party with all these prim and proper women wearing the hats and the dresses, and they were all going crazy. They were doing cartwheels. They, They forgot about the elegance for a minute. And just went nuts like we all did. And that's why you love sports. So uh, just one of those things that I will never forget. And we'll talk about about the Derby here in a minute. Because it just goes along with what I've kind of talked about on this show. For a long, long, long time. About value in betting. And and obviously this is an extreme example. We'll get to that. Aiden Hutchinson signs his four-year rookie deal with the Lions. And we got to talk a little Tigers too. Just not hitting struggling Akil Badu, uh, you know, sent down to the minors. So we're going to get into a, a bunch of that stuff in a, in a little bit. But let's take a trip first off to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And it's hockey playoff time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Who doesn't love that? Terms and conditions apply. See the site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app 
or at batrivers.com. Must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem, please call 1-800-270-7117. And, you know, we're about to have a very slow time in sports. There'll be golf and horse racing and baseball and the USFL, but we're about to have a slow time in sports. So please don't forget how grateful you should be. I'm not telling you what you should do, but I think you understand where I'm coming from because I am. As a sports fan, as a sports better, or a combination of both, that we've got four NHL games tonight, two NBA playoff games tonight, tons of baseball, because we're for a couple months, we're not going to have a lot going on. There's always things to talk about and, and bet on and give you, you know, advice and, and value on, but we're not going to have a lot more days like this, and I'm very excited about it because... You have a lot of different things you can do, whether it's a same-game parlay in the NBA, whether it's a couple, you know, NHL, uh, uh, Stanley Cup playoff hockey games. You throw together a parlay with a total and a, and a puck line or a money line and a puck line uh, in a different game. So I, I love this time of year. I mean, obviously, you know it's coming to an end soon in June when the playoffs are over, both the NHL and the NBA. Uh, but then before you know it, football will be back. And I remember last year, it was definitely much quicker than it had been, obviously, because the COVID year was so crazy. I mean, the first COVID year. And I remember, like, maybe it was three or four years ago. It just seemed like it took forever. But then the last few years, maybe it's because I'm trying to always, you know, I'm always I'm a crazy person, always doing stuff and traveling and, you know, staying in touch with all my great people like you that listen to these shows. Ran into my man, Dubes, uh, King of the Dubins, him and his family at Mother's Day dinner last night in the same place we were at. Uh, and he's listening to the show and enjoying it. So it means a lot how much... Uh, I can connect with all of you, but it's, you know, whatever the, the reason was the last couple of years, especially after that initial COVID situation, when we didn't know if there was going to be football, it seemed like it came really quick. And I'm hoping it comes that way as well. And there's so much fun golf action and horse racing and things that are going on over the summer. I know the Olympics happened last year, which made it a little shorter, but hopefully football here before we know, because it just doesn't get any better than the NFL. But let's take a look at uh, the Motown betting window here brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And we'll start with those Tigers. Oh boy, just not playing good baseball. It's been very tough for them to hit as of late. And, you know, it's it's just, a, let's be honest, it's a bad, we're going to talk a little more about this uh, in a little bit, but it's just not a good Tigers team right now. Not the way I thought they would start. They're 8-19. They're playing a team in Oakland that actually got off to a pretty hot start. And they've been bad as of late. They're 10 and 18, but you know, this Tigers team should be better. As I mentioned, they did send Akil Badu to the minors after posting just a 438 OPS over 17 games. Remember, he was a huge story early in last season and then kind of had a, a slower middle part of the year and then really kind of tuned it up towards the end of the season. Uh, you know, it, it was great to be at the Miguel Cabrera 3000 hit game. That was a fun thing, you know, to really you know, kind of galvanized the city and the, and the great baseball fans here that I've had a ton to cheer about since really the end of the Leland era, if you want to look at it like that. Uh, but to, to look at this team and just the way things have gone, 2-8 and eight in their last 10, it's just it's just not fun right now. And they got to get some wins against this A's team. I mean, the Tigers, of course, over the weekend, uh, it, it felt like a sweep. Yeah, they, they won, uh, you know, or they, you know, they they were in pretty much every game until yesterday, but it felt like a five-game sweep. You know, they lose three-two on Thursday, they lose three-two on Friday, they lose three-two on Saturday, and then they get just basically almost no hit and blanked yesterday, five to nothing 
Uh, the Diaz uh, Grand Slam really kind of led the way for the Astros, but one hit for the Tigers. And you look at some of the you know situations with these guys. Uh, you know, guys like Candelario batting 200, Torque 167, Haas 130, Benu of course 140. That's why he was sent down. Uh, Cabrera only hitting 259. Uh, you know, Baez 236. The, there's not one 300 hitter really in the everyday lineup, and now they play an Oakland team that. As I mentioned, got off to a hot start, but now playing is great. They are looking for some momentum. They're on the road for this series uh, that goes Monday through Thursday, a four-game set. And tonight, you've got Blackburn for the A's, who's actually been a bright spot for them. Paul Blackburn, he's 3-0 with a 2-2-2 ERA and a .95 whip, 23 strikeouts, just three walks. And then Pineda will go for the Tigers. He's 1-1 with a 3.77 ERA, 1.12 whip. Just eight Ks and two walks on the season. And right now at Bent Rivers, you got the Tigers minus 120. A's plus 102. Tigers on the run line minus one and a half plus 180. Uh, the A's plus one and a half minus 245. And the total seven over plus 105 under minus 125. Not that, I mean, you feel for Badu. Hopefully he gets his way back up here sooner than later. That's not the kind of move that I think is going to really galvanize a team. I mean, obviously he's one guy, but it's not like if like maybe years ago, Miguel Cabrera, which of course would have happened, but like the, a shock to the system, he was set down, or when Scherzer was set down. The, the Tigers, though, they, they, they can, this is an A's team they can beat. They can win this series, and that's what they got to try to do here, is win it at least 3-1, to one, uh, and at worst, split it with the A's. But I, I do like the Tigers tonight. I think that they're, you know, you're, you're laying uh, a, a decent price, minus 120. They just had come off that very rough sweep in Houston. And it's tough to, you know, for a team that the Tigers have, they're not one of the more talented teams in the league right now, but they've got enough talent and with Pineda on the mound that they're not going to lose five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games in a row. I mean, it might feel like it right now, but I think the Tigers, after coming home, you know, they had extra times. The game was early on Sunday, so they've been around since last, you know, evening and, they did their normal routine today. The weather's fine here in the 60s. No rain issues, uh, you know, no big wind uh, problems. So I do like the 120 on the Tigers. I'm going to have a half unit play on that. Uh, no opinion on the total, and I'm not laying the one and a half on the run line because I can see the Tigers winning this game 2-1, to 3-2, to two, and then, of course, you lose that on the run line. So that's where the Tigers are at. Tonight, minus 120, I have a half unit play on them. Let's take a look at the NBA playoffs and such a tricky game in Milwaukee. You've got the Bucks up 2-1 to one in this series. They're minus 1, minus 109. There's a lot of steam on the Celtics. A lot of the total money, a lot of the total tickets on Boston. That line has kind of gone down a little bit. Uh, not that it was big in the first place. Celtics plus 1, minus 112. Money line Milwaukee minus 114. Celts minus 106. And the total 212.5. Over minus 109, under minus 112. I, I look at this game and I say, listen, I'm going to stay away from it. My lean would be taking Boston to even up the series. But, you know, the, the, the spread's the thinnest of margins for a reason. You know, there is some movement on Boston. It would make sense in the whole zigzag theory we've discussed on this show that Boston would be the play tonight. But, you know, on the road, Milwaukee can take over games at home. There's no major injuries tonight. I mean, the total seems like it where, is where it should be. The line seems like where it should be. And it's just to stay away from me. I mean, if I had a lead for you, not an official selection, I would lean on Boston because uh, I feel like there's value in them in you know tying the series up. But very, very tough game. Stay away from me on that one tonight. And then this game is even tougher because you've got John Morant, who we're recording here in the afternoon, 
about an hour or so ago, did not participate in shoot around. He was wearing socks and uh, or you know slippers and and, and, and sweatpants. But the report is is he's probably going to at least give it a try in the pregame. But this is built into the line right now. Uh, the Warriors minus ten right now to go up three to one, which in essence. It's not going to win them this series, but if they go 3-1, especially with Morant banged up, this series is going to be over. Uh, the Grizzlies plus 10, minus 109. Warriors minus 530. On the money line, Grizzlies come back plus 390. The total 223 uh, over and under, both minus 110. So a few things on this. One, no John Morant. You can't take the Grizzlies. I was wrong about him. I gave him to you in the last game, plus 7.5. Thought they would cover that game against the Warriors. They got their asses kicked by, by you know, basically 30, what was it, a 30-point margin in the end. I mean, the final score didn't really matter. Uh, in the end, the Warriors just destroyed uh, Memphis. It was one, yeah, it was a 30-point margin, 142 to 112 in the end. And and listen, you know, when you look at John Morant with 34 now banged up with a knee problem, they Grizzlies can't beat the Warriors without John Morant. I mean, they're a very solid team. They can play top-level defense in big situations late in games. They can spread the scoring around. I mean, it's not like they're, they're, there's there's a reason that the Grizzlies are in this round of the playoffs and looked at as a team that could possibly get to the NBA Finals, you know, whether it's Jackson or Williams. And obviously, you know, they had Jones and Anderson come off the bench and have had some nice games in the past. Uh, but, yeah, this is just – it's, it's a game where you can't do anything on this because – yeah, if Morant plays and you take a chance and you take the Grizzlies plus 10, then you get some value there. But it looks like, I mean, he's listed as doubtful and did do shoot around. And I know he's going to give it, you know, things could happen between shoot around. Uh, and I'm sorry, shoot around was actually a little earlier in the uh, the morning as we record here in the afternoon. But you got to be, let's be honest here. I mean, it's probably not going to happen. And I'm not laying 10 with the Warriors, even though. Without Morant, they should they won by 30 when Morant was in that game over the weekend. But that is an insane amount of points, even against a team without their leader. I just don't I don't see any value in this one either. But I looked at the total, and at, with 223, I think without John Morant, this is a play on the under. Remember, we had unders hitting like crazy in the first round. Towards the middle part of the first round, we saw some overs start getting uh, going and then back towards the end of the first round unders again this round it's been more of a mixed bag but more unders have been hitting uh and, and I think the play is on the under I'm gonna have a half unit play on the under but as far as the spread is concerned and the money line is concerned to stay away from me on that look at lines for you for the two games on Tuesday how about Philly and Miami the Sixers have tied the series James Harden finally goes off heat minus three and a half uh, minus 110, Sixers plus 3.5, minus 110. Money line Miami, minus 152, plus 128 on the Sixers comeback. Uh, total 209.5, over minus 112, under minus 109, and that is a 7.30 game on Tuesday. And then the Mavs and the Suns. And how about how about this Dallas team? And we talked about them as they head into this series. That I don't think that Dallas has a great, of all the teams left, I think they have the worst chance of, of getting to the NBA Finals and winning the NBA Finals. That being said, what they've done these last couple of games and the way that Luka Doncic has looked and the way that the whole team looked last night, I mean, Doncic had 26-7 and seven, uh, and they allowed 35 for Booker, but not much else from other players. I mean, Crowder had 15 for the Suns, uh, Aiton had 14-11, and 11, but there wasn't the real balanced scoring, and that's how Dallas got it done again and tied the series with a 111-101 win. And now you're in Phoenix. The, the Suns are minus six. 
Uh, both sides minus 110. Moneyline minus 240 for Phoenix. Mavs plus 200. The total 213. Over minus 110. Under minus 112. And, you know, the, the, I think the value is on Dallas in this game. Phoenix might win it, but with all the momentum that Dallas has built to tie the series, I'm taking the Mavs plus the six. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it now because the line actually might go down to five and a half or five, but that's where I'm at with the games uh, tomorrow. I mean, the, the early feel on the Heat-Sixers game is very, very tough one. I would have to lean on Philly in that one as well because they're really kind of getting things going themselves and you're getting three to hook, but that I feel less strong about as I feel with the Mavs plus the six on Tuesday night. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. What a fun ride it's been so far. We've seen tons of goals scored. The triple overtime game with the, the Rangers and the, the uh, Penguins. We've had some good success with you. We're hitting about 64% right now with NHL games. And you got a, a four-pack again tonight. Washington up 2-1 to one on the heavily favored Panthers. And Florida on the road tonight, minus 165. The money line uh, for the Caps plus 140. Puck line Panthers minus 1.5 plus 138. Caps plus 1.5 minus 165. And the total 7 over plus 110 under minus 130. Remember, yesterday in the, the Stanley Cup playoffs, we saw an explosion of goals. I mean, you had 7 in the Bruins game against the Hurricanes. That total was 5.5. You had 7 in the Wild and the Blues game. That total was 6.5. You had 10 in Toronto and Tampa Bay. The Lightning scored seven on Toronto. That total was seven and a half. And then you had uh, just four. It was a four-nothing game for the Kings over the Oilers. So tonight, you look at some of the totals. We'll get to the, the rest of them here in a minute. But seven in the Panthers-Capitals game. And as I mentioned, it's a huge upset so far. The Caps scored six goals on that great Florida uh, defense. And on Bobrovsky... In game number three, I mean, that was insanity. And now you're looking at the Panthers. It basically, it feels like a must win on the road tonight. And I'm looking at the total and I'm thinking, okay, I think this is going to be a much lower scoring game. Florida's defense will come to roost on the road here. Maybe they win it three to one. Maybe they win it two to one. Maybe they win it three to two. So I like a two-leg parlay with the Panthers on the money line and the under Seven in this one, and, and you do that, you parlay that together, and it's plus 185. So 100 wins you 185 bucks, 50 wins you 92.50. That's where I'm going with the Panthers and the Capitals. I think the Panthers will get that series back to two games apiece. How about the Rangers and the Penguins? Game four in Pittsburgh after a crazy game number three. I mean, we have seen a lot of scoring this year, uh, more so than, than you know, in, in recent years in the postseason. Pittsburgh scored seven on the Rangers on Saturday for the 7-4 win. And now looking to tie the series, or excuse me, the Rangers, looking to tie the series up in Pittsburgh. It's the Rangers minus 113 on the money line, minus 104 for the Penguins. Uh, puck line New York minus 1.5 plus 200. Penguins plus 1.5 minus 245. And total 6.5 plus 107 on the over. And the under 6.5 minus 127. I'm staying away from this game. It's a total toss-up. I think the Rangers have a great chance to tie the series up, but... You know, really a coin flip game, and that's why you see the line where it is at. I've been very surprised so far in this series. You know, my pre-playoff uh, Stanley Cup Finals pick was all Canadian, Toronto and Calgary, the Calgary Flames, and they are down, and they're in kind of a desperation game too on the road, much like the Panthers are. They are down 2-1 to one to the, the Stars, who played great in the series. Calgary's, you know, offensive explosions that they've had for much of the year not happening, and they are on the road tonight, minus 159ers, Calgary, 
to try to tie the series up at two. Stars plus 135. Puck line, uh, Calgary minus one and a half plus 170. Stars plus one and a half minus 210. And the total over five and a half plus 107, under minus 127. And, and I'm not going to do another parlay with a total, but I do like the Calgary Flames. And I, you know, you look at the puck line and you're like, okay, minus one and a half plus 170, great value there. But I'm just going to do a straight play on the Calgary Flames, a full unit to win the game. I'm not worried about having to win it by two. I'm going to lay the 159. I think that it's actually a decent price, uh, all things considered, because Calgary might be on the road, but they are clearly the overall better team when it comes to the matchup in this series. Obviously, they're not playing that way so far, but then, to me, they are the better team, and they will even this series up, so I'm going to lay the 159. I was thinking about maybe going with a two-leg parlay with the 159 and the over 5.5, but I think this could be a lower-scoring game, 2-1, to 3-2. to two. I am not going to you know kind of mess with that in this one. So just the Flames for a full unit, minus 159. And then the nightcap, this series has been a laugher. Avalanche trying to sweep the Predators. Avalanche on the road in Nashville, minus 250. Uh, money line, Nashville, plus 210. Puck line, Colorado, minus 1.5, plus 102. Preds, plus 1.5, minus 120. The total, 6.5, over minus 122. And the under, plus 104. I mean, you look at this game, maybe the, the one thing you think about is, okay, can Nashville stave off the sweep? You're getting over 2-1. to one. It's just a lead for me. It's not a, a you know a half unit, full unit, three quarter unit play. But that's kind of if you're thinking about just wanting some action on that game. We've talked about this. Don't just throw money on games. Just throw money on games. But there's times where you can you, know, you want to throw a small bet and have a little fun with it, and you're not trying to you know do a full unit of your play or a half unit. Uh, the Preds would be the value there. That's the lean for me uh, on this game. Plus the. Very tough to beat a team four times in a row, but as one of the best teams in hockey and definitely one of the favorites for a reason to win the Stanley Cup. So, you know, they they have a great chance of sweeping, but, you know, Preds at home, throw everything in the kitchen sink. There's a little value there, plus 210. A couple of boosts for you here on this Manic Monday. Start with baseball. Guardians and White Sox combined for under uh, a half run in the first inning. It was minus 113. Now it's minus uh, 106. And Bet Rivers, Shohei Otani. To record over a half RBI versus the Rays and over seven and a half total runs in the game. That was plus 300. Now it is plus 330. In the NBA, Jalen Brown to score over 14 and a half first half points in the Celtics to win the first half versus the Bucks. I actually like that one. I mean, it's 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 not going to be easy, but it was plus 350. Now it's plus 400. So I'm going to have a small play for that to get the Celtics going and uh, get a little four to one action in the first game tonight in the NBA playoffs. And then how about this one? The Warriors and Grizzlies both to record over 13 and a half made three-pointers in game number four tonight. Was plus 225, now plus 250. And in the NHL, Alexander Ovechkin record a goal or assist versus the Panthers and over six and a half total goals in the game. That includes overtime and shootout. And the new bet is boosted to plus 132. And don't forget, logging to Bet Rivers and plays three... Uh, $10 same-game parlays each round, $10 or more same-game parlays, uh, each round in the NHL playoffs to receive a free $10 bet. And also, you log in for a 25% profit boost for every Game 7 during the NBA Finals. That's going to do it for our trip to the Motown betting window. We got some Derby, some Tigers, Hutch signing his rookie deal and what that could mean to the futures odds for the Lions. Not much, but we're going to throw them out there for you. We'll get to all that coming up next here on... The Manic Money Edition of the Detroit City Cast brought to you by our great friends at Bat Rivers.
BetRivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at BetRivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into BetRivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or same-game parlays. You decide. Log on to the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Must be 21, playable in Michigan only. Gambling prom, call 1-800-270-7117. So I just want to start off with the Derby here for a minute and just explain to some of you that maybe are not really as into horse racing as me and, and some others that I've explained on this show many times, and I've actually had a bunch of you reach out to me and, and agree with me on this and say there's really nothing more valuable when it comes to betting where you can bet a, a, a low amount of money and win a, a huge amount of money in certain spots than golf and, and horse racing. And that's why, I mean, I've loved horse racing for a long time, and I've really gotten into it, especially during the early part of the pandemic when that was kind of all that was going on. I remember I was watching Los Alamitos quarter horse racing, doing pick fours and pick fives. They literally would have like, a, you know, 500,000 in the pool. There's normally like 100, 200,000. Sometimes there was like close to a million because that's all that was going on. But I really learned more about the game. I have a good friend, my, my friend, uh, the, the show, Mark Heiner, uh, who's taught me a lot about it. Uh, I just think it's a fascinating sport. I love going to the track. Uh, I love watching Australian racing late at night. But as far as value goes, there's really not much more, you know, in, in sports betting that gives you more value than horse racing because you could bet $3 and win 3000 I mean, on a, on a certain kind of race, on a straight ticket, and you could bet, you know, $50 and win 10000 or you bet $100 and win 500000 I mean, it happens all the time uh, throughout the year in horse racing. But it was such an interesting and shocking result uh, on Saturday. First off, if you didn't know, Rich Strike was a horse that got in the day before the Derby won the Kentucky Oaks, which is for Phillies, uh, and, and it's not as big as the Kentucky Derby, but it, of all the races between the two days, the Oaks is widely looked at as maybe the second biggest behind the Derby, which is on Saturday. The Oaks, the, the featured and premier race on Friday. And D. Wade Lucas, 86 years old, his horse, Secret Oath, won the Kentucky Oaks. A little bit of an upset. I think it was around 5-1 to one, um, when the, the race went off as far as his odds went, so it wasn't like a crazy long shot like Ridge Strike. But his horse, Ethereal Road, got scratched. That let Rich Strike, who had been in seven races, won one, one race, a maiden claiming race, which is like the one of the lower levels in horse racing, but got in because he finished third in this thing called the Jeff Ruby Snakes, had enough points that he was 21st on the, it's all, the horses get in the jury based on points and finishing, you know, winning certain races or finishing first or second in certain races, you know, like Arkansas Derby, Florida Derby, things like that. So it was the 21st horse. It got in. It had the 20 gate, which is like it basically impossible to win from, 80 to 1, and finds a way to have one of the, if you haven't seen the overhead view, I have it on my Twitter, DailyChatty71, of the last couple furlongs, and what Rich Strike was able to do to weave through about eight horses, and then get up there, uh, you know, with the leaders at the end, and, you know, get up there with Epicenter and, and Zandon, it was one of the most beautiful things you'll ever see. If you're a horse racing fan like me, you already know how absurd it was and how brilliant it was. And just, I, I will give you a comparison of what, and obviously these are horses, it's not human beings, but they are, fight me on this all you want, they're athletes. And to me, I mean, I, I liken it as far as upsets go to Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson, Villanova in 86, Miracle on Ice, I call it the Miracle on Dirt. But I'll give you another one based on the fact that the horse got in on Sat on Friday 
and was the longest shot, one of the longest shots ever. And you know, you don't really have a lot of horses that are more than eighty to one in any Derby year to year of the hundred and forty they've had. And this is what I liken it to, and I think this is a good analogy. Imagine a pitcher is in low A ball. You know, if you don't know how minor league system works, you know, there's low A, there's mid A, high A, there's double A, triple A, and then you go to the majors. And then there's obviously like the summer leagues, Cape Cod, all that stuff. Just imagine a pitcher one day is in, and I know these seasons don't match up, so this is just a hypothetical. I think you'll see where I'm going. They're in low A one day. Very low level of minor league baseball. Very far away from the major leagues. You know, guys like Mike Trout and Spencer Torkelson and Al Kaline and, you know, Miguel Cabrera, they're never, they never were in single A. You know, sometimes players that end up being great and some Hall of Famers have started in A, but it's normally you start in higher A or double A and then you work your way up. It would be like a pitcher being in single A and then the next day pitching a no-hitter in the World Series. That is how crazy what Rich Strike did in the run for the Roses on Saturday. Let me just give you some of the prices if you didn't see them. The exacta, you know, a normal derby exacta, if let's say the favorite wins or maybe the third or fourth favorite on top of a longer shot or a mid-long shot or even a five or six to one, you know, a $2 exacta might pay $110, might pay 80, might pay 320. I mean, it's all based on what the odds of the different horses and how much money was bet on each of them in the pools. But, you know, that's kind of average. $100 to $300 could be a, a regular to even a little bit better of a normal derby exacta. Well, the $2 exacta paid $4,100. How about the trifecta? I've hit trifecta of the Derby that for $0.50, cents, uh, you know, would pay $300, $500, And then you look at what happened with Rich Strike over the favorite and then over one of the other favorites in Zandon. $0.50 cents paid $7,000. A dollar paid fourteen grand. And then there's the superfecta. This is the one that just blows me away, as I've told you. And, and I'm not saying that the people that have these tickets bet a dollar, two dollars. They did it like just crazy, just randomly picked it up or had a rich strike singled in the first leg of one of their tickets. But it is possible. I mean, you do a super, you can spend a couple bucks. But my thought is the people that won the super probably had all in the first, you know, first spot and did other horses in the middle, you know, bet against the two favorites and put all the horses in, in the first spot. You might have had to spend $100, $200, $300. And actually, I was told that if you did all the combinations, it would have cost $117,000 if you boxed everyone. But, and by the way, at Churchill, at Derby Day, you could only do a dollar super. There was no, a lot of times you could have 10 cent supers, you know, or, or the most it's 50 cents. But Derby Day was a dollar to make the pools bigger, about $10 million or so in that pool. So the, the $1 super. And supers of the Derby could pay $3,500, $4,000, $5,000. happens because there's so much money in the pools. The $1 super paid $321,000, which basically means anywhere between 30 to 40 people in the world hit the superfecta. And like I said, I, unless someone was, maybe the people that own Rich Strike or connections to it, just threw Rich Strike in there in the first spot, along with a bunch of other horses, people played all in the first leg, maybe they played all in the first leg, all in the last leg, and spent like, you know, four or five grand, it's possible, but it might have been someone in Montana that spent three bucks, liked the name Rich Strike, put Rich Strike in first, a couple horses in second, a couple horses in third, a couple horses in fourth. You never know. That's why horse racing is such a profitable 
and value-driven betting sport. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable stuff that happened on Saturday. I'll never forget that. And the energy of the derby party I was at was off the charts. You can see all the cool pictures. I made a hat for myself and my mom and sister as well. We had some stone crab claws and salmon and, and brisket. It was awesome. And you can check all the pictures that Dan Leach and I saw, including me and my girls, Carrie and Andrea and a bunch of others. And uh, the two girls that were dressed in jockey outfits with whips that we got a little risque in one of those pictures, so check those out at Dan Leach 97.1. It was my old behave picture. Uh, also, Aiden Hutchinson signs that four-year rookie deal with the Lions. Just wanted to check in on where we're at with the Lions odds right now. Not that they're going to win the Super Bowl or the NFC or even go to the playoffs this year, but just want to let you know where we're at. We're going to have the win totals out soon, by the way. Uh, you got the Lions right now, 125-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl when it comes to the NFC. The Lions are the third uh, low, you know, highest odds, fifty to one. Actually, make, make that the the second highest odds because they're actually tied at Bet Rivers with the Seahawks. Falcons are six six to one. The Lions for a minute were a little lower than the Seahawks. Now they're both fifty to one, and that's to win the NFC. And then taking a look at their divisional odds uh, right now, the Lions. Uh, and, and this is, you know, I was asked this on, on Stormy's My Guys in the Desert show on Beeson last week. You know, my buying or selling the Lions finishing in second place because you can get some pretty good value uh, when it comes to the Lions, uh, you know, in that division with a, a team like Green Bay that we'll, we'll see. I mean, can they, they didn't do a ton in the draft. Uh, you know, Minnesota has their issues. The, you know, the Bears, Justin Fields unproven. Well, guess what? Packers minus 177, of course, the clear favorite. Vikes plus 275. Lions, 9-1. to one. Like the value there. I don't think they're going to win the division, but... Nine to one right now. It's a little, uh, you know, higher than I thought it would be. I thought it'd be closer to maybe seven and a half to one. And then the Bears actually are the, you know, the last place favorites right now at ten to one. So we'll be talking much more about, uh, you know, taking lines and props to finish in second and win totals and all that kind of stuff. And then also, you can go uh, on the futures on Bet Rivers as well and take a look at defensive player of the year odds. And Quay Walker and Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. Are the co-favorites at six to one? I think I think Hutch has got a great chance of doing it. Uh, it could be a wrecking machine right away. Uh, I mean, you know, they had 15 sacks last year at Michigan. I mean, I know it's not a lot different, but there's obviously more games. That was in 14 games. You have 17 games in the NFL, and you look at you know the, the sack total right now is eight and a half. So I, I think there's a lot of good value on Hutchinson. Hopefully, he gets off to a good start there for the Lions. Then also uh, offensive. Rookie of the Year is available to bet at uh, Bet Rivers as well. And we don't know when Jamison Williams will be ready, but just to give you a feeling about where his odds are at, the favorite, of course, Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, usually is. He's 5-1, to one, Drake London, and Brees Hall, 7-1. to one. And then you got Jamison Williams, Williams about ninth down the, the slot when you look at the different players that are uh, you have the same odds, like Wilson, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, uh, Christian Watson and Traylon Burks at eight to one. Then you got Kenneth Walker at ten to one. Sky Moore at twelve to one. Jameson Williams thirteen to one. He says he thinks he's gonna be ready for training camp. If he, whether he is or not, he's still gonna be part of the Lions. You know, regular season action. Maybe earlier than some people think. It could be in the first month. But if he's ready for training camp and fully healthy and has a full season, you know, with all the weapons the Lions have, you know, put together on offense. Getting him at 13 to 1 is pretty damn good value. I mean, he got to a solid start like Justin Jefferson and some other young play, rookies have done. 
uh, in recent years, his odds are going to go way down right away. So that's definitely a play to make before uh, you know we know for sure exactly what's going on with Jameson Williams. Uh, you can't believe what a player says that he's going to be ready for sure for uh, for training camp. And he definitely is is a very confident kind of guy. And we'll hear a lot more from the Lions themselves and, Brad, and of course Dan Campbell. But if he is able to start Week One, thirteen to one is great value for Jameson Williams for Rookie of the Year. Uh, and also there are some specials. When it comes to individual teams uh, on Bet Rivers as well, they have so many different things you can wager on. And the Lions have their own, uh, you know, little tab here where you can bet them to make the playoffs and their their win total. Right now, the making the playoffs yes is four to one. The no is minus five sixty, and the win total six and a half. Both over under minus one ten. I think that's a little low. I think the Lions in a seventeen game slate can win seven or eight games. Some of you out there that have talked to me on social media or in person that are saying the Lions are going to win 10, 11 games and maybe be a playoff team, let's relax. I think 7-8 would be fine. Obviously, that's kind of middle of the road there, and then you're, you're improving after what you did with the three wins in a tie last year, and then next year's the year where you can become a legit playoff contender and then work your way from there. But that's where the Lions markets are at right now. Uh, the over uh, is over under 6.5. I do like the over, and that could change if you see a lot of steam because we'll, we'll keep in touch with that. Have my man Troy Macaron, the Bet Rivers Senior Manager for Content and Strategy about where we're seeing the money come in uh, for the Lions as well. And uh, the no to make the playoffs is minus 560. The yes is plus 400. And as we mentioned, you know, a little Tigers talk today. And we'll, we'll continue to do this throughout the week. I'm going to break down some more of the numbers as we go forward here. It's it's just been a very frustrating start for this team. And I want to see what happens in this Oakland A's series. I want to see what happens offensively with the weather being warmer over the next couple of weeks at Comerica when the Tigers are there. It's, not, it's no need to panic. Remember, this was a year where the Tigers were hopefully going to contend for a possible wildcard spot. It's really about 2023, 24, 25, where this team could really become a division favorite, a division massive contender, an American League, you know, contender, and then, dare I say, back to being a World Series contender. Uh, but Banu being sent down, not good. The team is not hitting. The good news is one of the best bullpens in baseball, and they flirted around, you know, best ERA in the AL, best ERA on the Major League Baseball overall, and... This bullpen is is holding down teams later in the game. The problem is the Tigers can't hit and score runs. So let's see what they do against this A's team that started pretty hot, played the Blue Jays really well, and I think they won that won a four game set if I'm not mistaken, three to one. I know they won at least two uh, games against the Blue Jays earlier in the year, and the, the A's have definitely kind of come back to earth. A team that basically you know sold off much of their stuff and is in a way tanking, and the Tigers can maybe take advantage of an A's team that doesn't have a ton of depth and win this series, win the three, uh, at least three of the four games uh, against the uh, A's at Comerica Park. Uh, at worst, they got to split the series, but heck, maybe they can sweep the series. So we'll see how that goes. And as we mentioned, uh, the game tonight at uh, Comerica Park, it's a 7-10 start, and it is the Tigers with Pineda. Uh, that line, as we've been on you know, recording here over the last hour, is down in minus 117. It was minus 120. A's minus 103. Uh, Tigers on the run line, plus one and a half, minus 235. A's minus one and a half, uh, plus 185. You'll see that sometimes where normally the Tigers should be the team minus one and a half. But there's alternate run lines. You can get those at Bet Rivers as well. But this time the A's might be the underdog, but they've got the minus one and a half run line. Uh, the total seven over minus 115 and under 
minus 104. And I mentioned my, my play tonight, my lean and uh, half unit plays on the Tigers. They're going to get back on track and start this series off with the warm weather back here in the Motor City with a nice win uh, with Pineda on the mound. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for listening. Continue to share and let your friends and family and former roommates and doctors and lawyers and whoever you love subscribe to the show. We appreciate it so much. And until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. Dan Leach, the Squatch, on this fine Manic Monday. Out!